Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, Democrats begin a censorship hearing on Capitol Hill by trying to censor their main witness. Chuck Grassley releases new evidence in the Biden crime family scandal and the curious kidnapping case of Carly Russell. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today the House Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government, say that three times fast, held a GOP-led hearing on government censorship, specifically the censorship of certain Americans from social media platforms. Democrat presidential candidate RFK Jr. testified as the self-titled first private citizen to have been censored during the COVID pandemic, but not before the Democrats on the committee engaged in the most tone-deaf move possible. They tried to censor him. Again, But you don't have the right to a platform, public or private. We don't have to give one of the largest platforms of our democracy, Congress, this hearing. Our right does not mean that we as Americans are not free from accountability. And that's what's distressing about this hearing. Even knowing what they know about Mr. Kennedy's hateful, evidence-free rhetoric, and even though they've invited any number of witnesses to make their point, Speaker McCarthy, Chairman Jordan, affirmatively chose to give this a platform. Mm. They intentionally chose to elevate this rhetoric Mm. to give these harmful, dangerous views a platform in the halls of the United States Congress. Mm. That's endorsing that speech. That's not just supporting free speech. They have co-signed on idiotic, bigoted messaging. Mm, So self-important. This is the most important place this person can speak. We can't allow them to speak here. And it wasn't just radical Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett. Debbie Wasserman Schultz proposed the committee rescind Kennedy's invitation and later convene an executive session, implying that Kennedy was a conspiracy theorist for citing a study showing that Chinese people and Ashkenazi Jews were more immune to COVID-19. Watch. Mr. Chairman, we respectfully requested that you rescind Mr. Kennedy's invitation to be appear here due to his repeated and very recent statements that spread dangerous anti-Semitic and anti-Asian conspiracy theories and attempted to move into executive session because House rules prohibit public testimony that degrades or defames people. Yet last week, you floated a baseless conspiracy theory that the coronavirus was bioengineered to target Caucasians and black people, but to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Mr. Kennedy, your bizarre, un proven claim echoes that same historic slander of labeling Jews and Chinese people as a race and that Jews and in this case Chinese people somehow managed to avoid a deadly illness that targets other groups for death. You do see that, yes or no? You're misstating. No, 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 no. Uh, you I, are... quoted, I quoted what you said earlier and it, it is directly what you said. So just ask uh, me, no, yes or no. I was, I was describing 
an NIH-funded study. No, 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 you didn't cite any. I was, I was describing an NIH-funded study by Cleveland Clinic reclaiming scientists. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. You did not you, reference. Reclaiming my time. Published in USC Mr. Medical, Chairman, which is, is one of... The time is mine. I'm reclaiming it. Please ask the witness to stop talking. You asked me a question. Reclaiming. I, let me, allow me to answer time. my question. Mr. Chairman, I'd like about 10 time, seconds the back. Time, the you, time you are slandering me directly. You're saying is dishonest. Time belongs to the gentle lady from Florida. myself. Your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ultimately, the non-self-aware Democrats were unsuccessful in preventing RFK from testifying, and testify he did. Here's some of that. I was censored not just by the Democratic administration, I was censored by the Trump administration. I was the first person censored by, the, as the chairman pointed out, by the Biden administration two days after it came into office. It ordered a truthful, and by the way, they had to invent a new word called malinformation to, to, to censor people like me. There was no misinformation on my Instagram account. Everything I put on that account was cited and sourced to peer-reviewed publications or government databases. Nobody has ever pointed to a single piece of misinformation that I publish. I was removed for something they called malinformation. Malinformation is information that is true, but is inconvenient to the government that they don't want people to hear. And, it, and that's antithetical to the values of our country. After I announced my presidency, it became more difficult for people to censor me outright. So now I'm subject to this new form of censorship, which is called targeted propaganda, where people apply pejoratives like anti-vax. I've never been anti-vaccine, but everybody in this room probably believes that I have been, because that's the prevailing narrative. Anti-Semitism, racism, these are, are the most appalling, disgusting pejoratives, and they're applied to me to silence me. And presumably because the Democrats' censorship campaign at the censorship hearing was unsuccessful, they decided they would shame the man instead. Here's Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly telling Kennedy he is an embarrassment to his family. Watch. Masks, including social distancing. It was not big brother government trying to exercise its will on, a, on an innocent population. It was public health measures to protect lives. Again, something should be celebrated. But no, there's an opportunity to have a conspiracy theory here. There's an opportunity to make political points. And no matter what you may think, Mr. Kennedy, and I revere your name. You're not here to propound your case for censorship. You are here for cynical reasons to be used politically by that side of the aisle to embarrass the current president of the United States. And you're an enabler in that effort today. And it brings shame on a story name that I revere. I began my political interest with your father. And it makes me profoundly sad to see where we have descended today in this hearing. Ah, yes, a smart, thoughtful, seemingly honest Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is shameful 
You can't have that. Good thing there wasn't any other Kennedy who, I don't know, like drove off a bridge on the island of Chappaquiddick, Massachusetts, drowned a woman who was trapped in the car, went home and didn't tell anyone about the accident until the following morning. Whew! It's a good thing. That never happened. Here to discuss this and more, we have Stuber here, host of Stu Does America, which everyone should be subscribed to on YouTube as well as wherever you get your audio podcasts. Stu, really good thing that when you're talking about Kennedys, <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is definitely the bottom of the barrel. There's no moment where that just pops. <laughs> Didn't that pop into everyone's head? Like, the second I heard Wait. it, I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, this family is known for affairs and and, and murdering people, like, and getting off with a slap on the wrist." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very strange, uh, strange thing to put Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who you might not like his opinions, but you put him at the bottom of that. Like, he's the one ruining the family name. Like, and not to mention like the Skakel situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like the whole, the entire family is littered with criminals. <laughs> It's basically a criminal organization. Uh, and yet, uh, we're going to talk about RFK Jr. being the problem. Mm. Uh, that's fascinating. You know, look, again, you could, you could agree or disagree with what RFK Jr. says. Why he would be censored from, I mean, the man's running for president in the United States. Uh, you know, he's showing up at double digits in the polls in the primary. And, of course, that's the big reason why they don't want him speaking there. Now, I don't remember if they've invited him before. My guess is they have on global warming because they love his opinions mm -hmm. on global warming, right? Like this is, uh, the, he's literally their core argument on global warming is echoed by RFK Jr. Like he's been on that bandwagon for a long time. They loved him back then. But now when he's challenging Joe Biden, all of a sudden he's the scum of the earth and you can't even let him talk right. in Congress. I mean, it's, it's so transparent um, and idiotic, right? Like, I don't like what he says about global warming, right? Mm -hmm. He should be able to say it. Right. Everywhere he wants to say it. Right. He should be able to go on every piece of social media and be able to blab about global warming every single day. Also, the stuff that I do agree with him on, uh, vaccine mandates, for example. I'm very much in line with, with RFK Jr. on that. Mm -hmm. He should be able to say every word he wants to say about uh, both of those things and not be shot down, especially, and that's probably not the right term when I'm talking about a Kennedy, <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, on second thought, he should not be censored for those views. I mean, it really is a, uh, a despicable thing that we're doing um, when we come down these roads. And it doesn't help either, right? right. Like, no one who believes uh, in some conspiracy theory that may or may not be right that he echoes is going to be won over because he's not allowed to say it, mm -hmm. right? It only hardens people in those views. They want to, they, wait a minute, why? What are they trying to silence? And it angers people, rightfully so. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of RFK Jr., frankly, um, but I will say it's 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 frustrating. And I think a lot of people on our side of the argument who might disagree with him strongly on things like affirmative action and global warming are won over to him and want to defend him because they see this government cracking down on yeah. everything that they don't like. Yeah. You take one little step out of line with the Democratic Party. And the, the iron fist comes down. And that's, I mean, people know that's inherently wrong. Yeah, I, just, a, a couple more things on this. And then I do want to try to get to the uh, new evidence in the Biden crime family thing. But it was fascinating, too, to hear him 
First of all, we've all had moments where we say something maybe in a sloppy way or whatever. And so when he last week he's talking about, you know, he said COVID-19 was designed or whatever to target um, uh, the Jewish people and Chinese people. And the way that he said it, probably sloppy. But later on, he comes back and says, no, I was I was referring to this study. It was an NIH funded study. Right. And then you go oh, okay, I see where he got that from, and you drop it. But instead, they're trying to hammer him as some anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist. And I'm thinking to myself, I remember when the Democrats' talking points were that COVID-19 did target black people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was their target for, what, the first year? Right. Until white people started dying at a higher rate than black people, then all of a sudden that argument just went away. Right. And so what he was yeah. saying was that COVID-19 did target Caucasians and white people more than these particular groups. And now all of a sudden that's a conspiracy theory, except it was OK when they were saying it. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. I hadn't even thought of that. That's true. They, they made that. It was a big argument early on that this was a the reason why conservatives wanted to open everything up is right. because they knew it would kill more black people. Uh, <laughs> These people are just obsessed with race and they're obsessed with these things. Um, you know, look, you're right. Like the way he said it was, you know, but I mean, to defend him a little bit on that, it was in a private meeting. It was an off the record conversation. Right. I don't you know, I, I do think his mind goes to these sort of roads sometimes where but like I don't think and correct me if I'm wrong here, sir. I don't think there's any evidence that he's ever shown any signs of anti-Semitism before. Mm -hmm. And so like. The idea that you're just going to jump to that with the first time he's ever said anything that would hint that. Now, if this was like there are plenty of people we've talked about on a regular basis. If Elon Omar were to blurt out something like that, I would immediately right. tie it to anti-Semitism right. because she has a long record of anti-Semitism. Right. If Ben from Ben and Jerry's said it, I would also assume this is exactly what he was going for. Uh, when it's when it's RFK Jr. who's shown no sign of that before and in fact has had you know, uh, has heaped praise on the on the state of Israel, for example. I mean, very few anti-Semites do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't, I, I mean, I think it was, you know, he, what RFK Jr. is feeling here is something um, that we felt a million times, mm -hmm. which is the least possible, the least charitable uh, translation of something that you said is used against you. Yep. And he's been on, uh, frankly, the right side of that for his entire life. Like his whole life has been spent in times where he was able, and he's had views that were out of the mainstream of, you know, uh, you know, for everything from his parents, how they how they died. He, you know, he believes other people were, were responsible for the deaths. You know, obviously the vaccine stuff. He's, you know, there's been lots of criticism on him. But generally speaking, he's never been hit like he is now because he's decided to take on the Democratic right. establishment, right. right? And so that means that. All of a sudden, we're going to call you racist. We're going to call you anti-Semitic. Like someone, someone said about those uh, that that uh, the statement that he made that it was racist, uh, anti-Semitic, and a conspiracy theory. And it's like, well, he said there's an argument to be made, which he wasn't committing to it. Mm -hmm. It was an off-the-record conversation. He's not going to cite the study, but he right. had a study to cite. Right. I, you know, most people, a lot of people say that he, you know, kind of maybe uh, oh, oh, it was a little bit of a reach with the data in the study, but whatever. Like. Right. So you what? You can see where he got you can it. See from. where he got it, and yeah. maybe he's wrong. And and like take him on then on the facts and say, hey, this is why he's wrong. To jump to this like he's this all-time anti-Semite when the record isn't there. Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes the record is there, and when people like uh, Jayapal, 
where there is a record of this and they come out and they say something blatantly uh, anti-Semitic, the Democratic Party all shrug their shoulders. Yeah. They don't care at all. Yeah. But when it's RFK Jr., because he's challenging them on, you know, uh, trying to, to to shake up the Democratic Party a little bit, all of a sudden it's the most offensive thing in the world. It is fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's so disingenuous. Um, all right, let's go ahead and we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back with the update in the Biden family scandal. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So um, Patriot Mobile, a lot of people think, you know, um, when it comes to big mobile, when it comes to your cell phone, um, you don't really have much options. You've got the three big mobile companies and you, whatever they take your money and donate it to, which is, by the way, left-leaning causes, um, it, you, can't, you can't do anything about it because everyone needs a cell phone. Well, here's the thing. You actually can. You can go over to Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they're going to give you the same nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you're going to get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Not only uh, does Patriot Mobile support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, all of the things that you believe in, they're also going to take a portion of your bill and they're going to donate it back into all of those, you know, those organizations that you are fighting for, not against. Um, they've been very successful with flipping a lot of local school boards red. They really are putting their money where their mouth is. You can keep your phone. You can keep your number two. It's very, very simple. You can just go to PatriotMobile.com slash new. Get free activation with the offer code NEWS. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. All right, so Senator Chuck Grassley uh, released the FD-1023 form that is, I know that there's like so many corruption uh, accusations, it's hard to keep up with them. So this is, of course, the form that has been discussed with the FBI uh, asset the confidential human source who apparently documented all of the corruption between Burisma and both Hunter and they're saying Joe Biden when they each got paid $5 million um, in uh, money to help them with forcing out um, the uh, prosecutor in Ukraine. See, even I get tied up with all these sometimes. So this FD 1023 form, that alleged that Zlochevsky, Burisma's founder, paid these bribes, has been released. Um, the bribes were, of course, to have Victor Shokin fired. And Hunter was hired by Zlochevsky, this is what the, the form says, to use his political influence to halt investigations into money laundering. Um, and I, I want to read to you a little bit of um, some of the document where it says, the FBI asset then asked um, the CFO, of Burisma about an upcoming merger with a U.S.-based company and why Hunter Biden was not involved, if Hunter Biden was, you know, their consultant in all of this. Uh, the CFO says that Hunter Biden was not smart and they wanted to get additional counsel, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I Checks feel out. like yeah. that's actually a pretty great idea. Uh, the document also recounts a meeting in Austria in 2016 where the FBI asset met with Burisma CEO and founders Lecheski to discuss the U.S. merger. During the discussion, the asset notified the Ukrainian businessman that then Vice President Joe Biden had recently made remarks about wanting to see Viktor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma, removed from office. Zlochevsky responded in response to this, don't worry, Hunter will take care of all of those issues through his dad. So, again, not new information to those of us who have been paying attention and those of us who, you know, work on a network that has, um, like, how many specials did Glenn Beck do on Ukraine? 
or uh, <laughs> Ukraine, chapter four. Yeah. Like there were a lot of them, a lot of chalkboards done. So um, for us, this is not new information, but it is further evidence that this is not like people keep calling this conspiracy theories and noise and all of this. And it's like, no, like these things all happened. That They all happened. They're all documented right here from this FBI human source. And yet nothing we will like the Bidens will never see consequences for this. I am convinced that's where you are. Uh, I am. I asked Glenn today. I said a one to ten scale. The stuff that's happened over the past few days, the testimony, all these documents that have come out. Where are you? One being status quo. Nothing changes. Ten being, you know, he's going to prison and going to be impeached. And I think he said, he, you know, he he's he he went back and forth on his answer. I don't know what his actual number was. I feel like I've. I've been a one for a really long time mm-hmm. on this. Like, I just don't think it's going to amount to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is an argument to be made to pursue these things to because of the to give a basis of understanding to at least some American people who will listen that there is, this is a corrupt organization is a corrupt group of people. Right. And so when and if something else happens, you have that baseline. This is what happened with Hillary Clinton, right? Like there was a political effort to make sure people understood what she had done over the years. The feeling of corruption was real in the electorate beforehand. And when you had the email stuff, when you had the last minute FBI announcement, you had a, a feeling already inherent in people. Wait a minute, she's shady. Right. And so it helped put them over the edge to, to realize which was what was true, which was that she was shady. You don't want to do this with lies. Uh, that's never right. But right. when it's true, it's important to set that baseline. And I think that's where I've seen the value here. The last few days, though, I, I've started to rise a little bit off of it. I, I feel like I'm up to a three or a four now. Really? Yeah, because, I, man, they, they have a lot of people who are, not Republican operatives. This is not Rudy Giuliani saying he's got a laptop, right? right? Yeah. This is, these are people who a gay work Democrat. In a gay Democrat yeah. working at the IRS. This is not <laughs> this is not a core Trump voter coming out and saying, "Wait a minute, no, we they really wouldn't let us do this." I mean, I am fascinated listening to this testimony. We're going to go over some of this tonight on Studios America as well. Like one of these whistleblowers admitted to to the uh, to Congress that they never even tried to interview Hunter Biden. Mm. Like, how did all of this happen without them even talking to this person? If I committed any one of the hundreds of crimes he committed, they would be sure to talk to me about it. You know, this keeps happening. The cocaine investigation's the same thing. They, yep. they didn't even talk to the people who were in the White House that could have been. You know, maybe they can't track it down for some reason, but don't you have an hour-long interrogation with everyone who was in the room? Right. Right. How is that not part of this? And it just seems like it is. They had, there's a lot of people who, who, work, who are looking at this and saying, you know what? Uh, I might be a Democrat. I, I might not be a person who wants do, uh, Joe Biden to go away. Maybe I voted for the guy. Uh, you know, I might not, I might not be. I might work at the IRS. I might be a, a loyal government employee. But like, I can recognize when these things go wrong, and I, mm-hmm. I have um, a, a an opinion that says I, this isn't the way this is supposed to go. I think a lot of times as conservatives, because we see government is so ineffective and there's so much corruption there, we tend to put all the employees in that bucket. Like we're doing that with right. the FBI sometimes yeah. right now. We're yeah. doing that with the CIA, and we say, oh, these groups are are corrupt, and, and there's nothing to be saved there. And as organizations, that may be true. With leadership, that may be true. But there are people, and we're seeing them, who are stepping up even against their political interest to say something. And thank God they are. Maybe 
maybe there's a chance that some people are reached by this. I, you know, the um, the most frustrating part of all of this story is like in in this one where it says it's tying the the leaked phone conversations of then Vice President Biden leveraging the one billion dollar loan for the removal of Shokin, the uh, you know the prosecutor over in Ukraine, and I'm like. Well, we already knew that. Do you know when we, when and how we knew that? Because they impeached Donald Trump for calling Ukraine and asking them about it. Yeah, that's like right. that, like that. That's what is so. It just like I feel like I have to stress the importance of this. Like this is why he was talking to them about it. This is the corruption that he was asking about. Yeah. This is this all right here. He got impeached for asking questions about literally all of the evidence that you're seeing roll out every single day. It's really amazing. And, and, and you know, it's like so, so often, like the, 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 the standard cliche applies here, right? It's the cover up. The cover up mm-hmm. is the problem. Mm-hmm. And you see, I think a lot of the reason why we're hearing about this and there was it bubbled up a little bit before this. But it wasn't until Hunter Biden got the deal that this stuff really started yeah. coming out. Like, for example, the WhatsApp messages that it said, you know, yeah. again, Hunter Biden saying, hey, I'm in the room with my dad. He's going to hold a grudge against you unless we get these payments. Like, how did we not know about that? And I don't mean right. like we in like the American people. I mean, like me, like you, right. we right. followed this right. stuff from the beginning to the end. And it didn't come out until after he had a deal. Mm-hmm. Some of the testimony from these whistleblowers are saying we had these WhatsApp messages and they wouldn't allow wouldn't us to us. follow them up, follow up on them. Like, how do we not? You know, they were, what was, part of the testimony was that they said they couldn't ask in interviews about the big guy. Like, mm-hmm. how? How? Mm-hmm. Only corruption explains that. Terrible fear of, be, of your career and life being ruined by the Bidens explains mm-hmm. that. And, you know, we, we, we call it the Biden crime family. It's catchy. People know about it. It's kind of just also true. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's just a thing. Like, these people are involved in committing criminal action. And I don't know what even their defense is. How do you defend that WhatsApp message? You can say, maybe, um... Hunter Biden is a crack addict, or, and he's just saying things. It's not true. Sure. We know they were in the same place at the same. We know he's exactly. at, at Joe Biden's house. Mm-hmm. But you could say that. And honestly, in a normal situation, I think you could convince people of that. Your son's out of control. He's throwing the name around. But at that point, you have to at least admit that he was using the Biden name right. Right. to get these business deals done. Right. You can no longer say that this was not, uh, you know, there was no corruption going on here. There was no influence peddling. There was influence peddling. We know that. Mm-hmm. So let's admit that. And now let's press. Any good journalist would be saying, wait a minute. He was using this. Was Joe involved? Right. If he's innocent, fine. Mm-hmm. But like that answer needs to be known. And I can, I, you'd be damn sure that if it was a Trump or a Kushner yeah. Or a Giuliani that we would know by now. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right. This is a fascinating case here. A nursing student from Alabama, Carly Russell, went missing on July 13th after reporting a lost toddler on the highway, wandering on the highway. She reported this to 911, uh, but then she ended up returning home two days later. And after receiving, obviously, nationwide attention, now police are um, 
kind of saying she made the whole thing up. So she claimed that a man forced her into her car, uh, took her to a home where she was allegedly undressed and photographed. They have been not only unable to verify her allegations, they've also uh, not found any evidence of a lost child on the highway. Um, Oh, and also they've found some peculiar search history. So I want to just kind of go through this chronologically. So um, I want to play while she's driving on I-459 in Alabama. She called 911 and this is what she had to say. Police played the uh, the call during yesterday's press conference. Here is her 911 call. Hi, I am on now, traffic cameras uh, spotted her driving on the shoulder of the highway with her flashing lights on and then kind of coming to a stop at the mile marker where she claims she was abducted. But you'll notice there's no toddler wandering the highway. Um, which, by the way, if I see a toddler wandering the highway, I don't call 911. I just get out of my car and go try to save a toddler wandering on the highway. I don't know. That's just me. OK, um, so then there was a uh, during the press conference, law enforcement um, were like, hey, her uh, Internet search history is <laughs> pretty damning. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge. Watch. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Part of what data includes several internet searches and the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an amber alert was searched. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, How to take money from a register without being caught was searched. (laughs) On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th at 12.10, PM, a search for the movie Taken, a <laughs> film about abduction, was conducted. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Um, okay, so we're laughing because it's just so. I mean, how stupid can you be that you're like, oh, they'll never, they'll never catch this. I'm just going to search all of this stuff in my phone and then leave my phone at the scene and then expect that no one's going to go through this. No one's going to be like, wait, this doesn't add up. There's no lost child. There's none of this happened. Um, And so apparently Carly Russell is that stupid. So um, (laughs) there was $63,000 in um, donations for reward money to find her that eventually was returned back to the donors after she reappeared. Um, But filing a false police report in Alabama is a class A misdemeanor with a penalty of up to one year in prison and a fine of $6,000. I don't know if that officially applies as like a police report when you make a 911 call. But the police chief did say that the family has stated to us right now in her mental state because of trauma, she is not ready to talk. That is what we've been told. I'm not like, no, 
get your ass in the police station and come talk to me about what happened. Yeah, the police get to make that determination. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Uh, that's, that's how I understood how you know how the law worked. Um, uh, it's fascinating. The, the internet search history is always so funny. <laughs> I was just watching a video the other day of someone who they were just talking about how you know, it was like how to murder someone, how to, <laughs> how, how to make a body not stink. How did, like, <laughs> like, this happens all the time. As a multi-attendee uh, of CrimeCon, the crime, uh, true crime conference that goes all this stuff. Have you really? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and uh, Invite it, me next time. Oh, my gosh, you should totally come. <laughs> I it's, want it's, to. It's a great time. Um, but it, they, uh, this happens all the time. Yeah. They, they catch people all the time because people are in their own world. They just think anything they do on the Internet is private. It shows how vulnerable we are uh, to surveillance in so many different ways. Um, but c- criminals do this crap all the time. They just Google it. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna, soon we're going to be getting chat GPT logs of how they're talking. So should I go? Which, which <laughs> hole do you think looks better to bury this body? Like this is all coming in the future. It'll be funny. Um, you know, I, I sort of read some of the details of this, and like they said, you know, she had gone, she said she was following a toddler, and then, but she had gone 600 feet in like, you know, a minute. It's like, how fast is this toddler? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, it's like Speedy Gonzalez. There you go, right behind it. Um, really amazing to see uh, yeah. how fast this toddler could be and why they would get caught in the first place. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I look, you, it, I've even read that they are speculating like she did she didn't want to go to work that day and that's why she did this. <laughs> Which again, I mean just just oh. apply for there's tons of jobs out there. Like we're told the job market it's amazing. <laughs> just get another job if you don't like the job that much. Um, you know, cr- criminals are not necessarily uh, smart. The brightest. And, uh, we were see- we see that in this case. I think it's fascinating though, because you know, you, you people go down these roads. It not like you hear a story like that. It kind of is scary. Like I, you know, when I heard the story initially, I thought to myself, "Gosh, that's actually a a scary way yeah. to capture someone." Because as you point out, your first instinct would yeah. not be to call 911. Right. It would be to get out and get the kid off yeah. the road. I mean, I've done that with animals. animals right? yep. Like, there's a turtle crossing your road. My <laughs> wife's always out in the middle of the streets, like, trying to angle turtles. Like, they're, they're probably a snapping turtle. Just stay away from the turtle. Uh, this happens to people all the time with animals. They don't, you don't call 911. If you saw a toddler, you'd shift them off to the road with your cell phone, maybe, right, and then right. stand there and call of course. with the toddler. Yeah. Um, but it's scary because, like, if someone did that, you would run over and maybe you could get kidnapped. It was kind of a scary scenario. And then, of course, you find out. Just like most of these things, like the clown that's been hiding out in town, it's abducting people. They're almost never true. Um, I mean, I take issue with the fact that she's a nursing student, too. Like, I don't, I don't trust her to be a, a good nurse. If she's doing this to get out of work, you're like, oh, great. Go, you know, inject people with stuff and be in charge of their medication. What could possibly go wrong? Mm. I, re- I really want to see charges here. This female Jussie Smollett. Yeah, no, you ha- look, you have to have charges for this stuff because people, you know, people do this mm-hmm. often. This, this, this happens more often than you think, and it's important to make sure that yeah, besides just the, the you know, getting people worked up and, and ruining their time to go look for this yeah, for her. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the cost, too. It it's is. a massive cost to, to us to have an investigation like this. I mean, imagine you're a police officer who spent, a, you know, a tireless evening searching for this girl. You're like putting all your effort into it. I, we got to find her. What is it? They say like the first 48 hours or whatever, the most important. You're like, oh my gosh. And they've, they're working overtime to go find this chick. And then it turned out that she made it all up. I would be 
pissed. Oh, yeah. I would be so pissed. Not just the cost, but just like the time and energy that I, like, I left my family to go search for you and you just wanted to bail from work? Screw you. <laughs> I really do hope that's the reason. I hope it's nothing more than that. I just hope that, look, at the end of the day, we're happy that there isn't a child with like an abductor yeah. somewhere. Like, you know, I guess it's better than the alternative. But when you have people who do things like this that blatantly lie, have to they have to be them. punished. We should think about that when we're talking about the government because it seems mm. to happen an awful lot there and we just let it go. And what we see when we just let it go is that it just keeps happening mm. over and over and over again. Maybe we should learn a mm. lesson here. The lesson is gulags. All right, we got to take a <laughs> break. We'll be right back. <laughs> A Department of Defense memo uh, has recently resurfaced that revealed the special treatment that transvestites were to receive, were allowed to receive from and in the U.S. military. Um, in January 2021, Joe Biden signed an executive order overturning the Trump administration's ban on the service of transgender individuals in the armed forces, which, well, I'm, this might get me kicked off of a certain platform, but I mean, I feel like whenever you... Um, you have people serving, you do want them to be mentally stable people. Um, so I don't find that to be an unreasonable request. But uh, apparently, Jordan Schachtel of uh, the dossier obtained the government document called Care of Service Members Who Identify as Transgender. And they wanted to make sure to ensure uniform guidelines to accommodate transgender service members, uh, ensure that they are tended to by clinicians for their hormone treatment and provided safe health care that is culturally sensitive. Because when I think about my health care, I always want to make sure the top priority is being culturally sensitive. So uh, the Pentagon is paying for transvestites uh, medical care, including but not limited to, this is all, so pen Pentagon means you, uh, speech and voice therapy, cross-sex hormone therapy, laser hair removal, voice feminization surgery, facial contouring, body contouring, um, breast and chest surgery, and genital reassignment confirmation surgery. So they're doing all of these things for these people at your expense. Are you happy about that? Oh my gosh, thrilled. And it's a big part of the military that needs to be sure your laser hair surgery or your laser hair removal is always taken care of. Uh, oh, there's so much to go That's why I'm like, can I, can I get that? <laughs> there you go. I'd like for taxpayers <laughs> to pay for that for me. I don't like shaving my legs, but I do it because I'm not a crazy leftist. There you go, <laughs> there you go. Um, it's funny because I think it, there's multiple lines here, right? Like. Even if you're a person who thinks, you know what, transgender people should be allowed in the military, how on earth can you argue that we should be paying for this crap, right? Like, I, I, can't, even, I can't even get over the first hump, let alone the second one. Um, and, you know, like, it, it really, our, our military is in trouble. I, I, I know. Like, this is a, it's, it's a direction, uh, it's signaling a direction that is not conducive to a fighting force that would you be think? able to win a major war. Really? Can we, can we state it that huh. way? Is that a nice way of saying it? Um, yeah, but what if, okay, but what if we're involved in a war with another country and the objective is, like, to be the most gay? Well, see, I don't know. I, we would win that. I, I don't know. Do gay people get their laser hair? I, I doubt it. I doubt that they get their laser hair yeah, removal paid true. for. I mean, it's not even fair 
To gay people. It's like the LGs and the Bs get none of this, and the Ts get it all. Uh, it's, I, it really is insane. I mean, I, I go back to the, the comments by Rachel Levine earlier this week, where she said, "You might well, like, what if you're a, a boy and you, you think you're a girl and you're going through the, wrong, the wrong puberty, puberty. which is really, really like an offensive, th- especially to someone who's uh, of faith, to say that. What do you mean the wrong puberty? There's no such thing as the wrong puberty. That is faith or science. Like you go through the puberty that you go through, right?" right? Um, but then to add on to that, she kind of kept going, right? It wasn't just, oh, you're going through the wrong puberty. It was like, well, what about, like, what do you say to someone who feels like they're going through the wrong puberty? They're a boy, they're a girl, and it's, uh, instead of a girl. And it's like, here, this is really tough to hear for, I think, a lot of people. But, like, here's the truth. Your feelings are wrong, mm. okay? That doesn't make, like, if you're a child right. and, you're, and you're going through this and you think, oh, my gosh, I'm in the wrong body, That doesn't mean you're a bad person. A lot of people struggle with with beliefs and feelings that do not align with reality. But the way to cure that is not to change your body to match your false impression of what you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is not to make a special world for you where you can believe the thing that's wrong. The, The solution to that is to try to help the person understand what is true. We, of course, would do this with someone with anorexia who mm-hmm. thinks they're fat. We would go to them and say, hey, we don't say, hey, fat, so you're right. Like, that's not the way you handle that. We say, hey, no, actually, you're not fat at all. You're actually medically way too thin. And what right. we need to do is get you more food. And we need to work on why you believe that your relationship with food is so wrong. And we do this with people all the time, with different uh, uh, people, people who have misperceptions of reality. It's really common. Like, I mean, you know, I've had family members who have had struggled with bipolar disorder, right? Mm -hmm. It's really, really hard. They think all sorts of crap is happening that isn't happening. We don't go to them and say, you're right. You're actually an international uh, spy and astronaut. (laughs) We don't go to that because that's not going to solve the problem. Um, You know, the only time we ever go to that, and I think it's rational to go to that approach, is with someone with Alzheimer's. Mm. Who, You know, a lot of times you'll say, yeah, I I don't know. Mom's going to be home soon. You know what? She's not coming home soon. Right. It's a really tough thing for people to deal with. But to say that to a child who has their entire life ahead of them, who, who is, you know, just not maybe doesn't understand what's going on with their with their body and maybe is struggling with with something like that. It's, it's actually really harmful and, and awful to do that to a child to, in, to indulge it in an adult is still wrong. You know, I mean, I think in most cases, I mean, you, know, you talk to someone like Dr. Deborah So, who's who's a you know who's trained in this world, and you know, tends to agree with yeah. with us on a lot of this stuff. She'd even say like sometimes you know the person gets too far down that road, and like maybe the best thing is to just say yeah, oh, there you go, live that way. Maybe that's true. I don't know as an adult, but also no, I don't care as much. You know, like I you know feelings are something that is really important to a person. And unimportant to society and policy, mm-hmm. right? We don't form policy around your feelings. Right. Your mom might really care if you think you're a boy or a girl, right? That might be important to your mom. But to as a policy point, it's really not that all that important. I was reading a uh, Twitter thread the other day, which I responded to, and the woman immediately blocked me. I don't know why. But, um, but she was complaining that she had taken her 18-year-old daughter to some sort of urgent care medical facility, right? And she was upset because her daughter identifies as they or something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And the medical professionals wouldn't use those pronouns or verbiage. And I'm like, 
if there's ever one industry that like you should just be like, okay, do whatever you got to do. It's the freaking medical industry. I think they need to be very clear on what freaking gender you are. Like there are very bad things that could happen, including I know a story that you brought to this show, which was uh, someone who identified as a man who was actually a woman who was what pregnant and and having right. And and they're like, well, what's wrong? And and of course, if it was a man, you wouldn't say, hey, oh, are you right, pregnant? Right. Well, that was the question they needed to ask because, yes, they were pregnant. And, and wound, they wound up losing the baby, the baby in, died. That, in that scenario, a, a dead baby, um, because they all wanted to fool themselves and play this dumb game. When right. in reality, of course, you have to. It's really important for mm-hmm. people to know what gender you are. There's different body parts, Sarah. Right. I don't know. If really? You know this. Yeah. Like, it's huh. totally different. <laughs> like, there's all sorts of differences. We'll talk about it later. I don't. Uh, maybe not mind. on the air. But, yeah, it's, it's different. Mind. Men and women, different. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's talk about those uh, when we come right back. <laughs> I think it's a discussion for us here. <laughs> May I present to you, Sue, Mitt Romney uh, talking way, way too uh, comfortable and uh, happy about Wieners Watch. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. (laughs) I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best best meat there is, without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National Hot Dog Day, Mm -hmm. uh, congratulations to you. And may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Hot dogs are also my favorite meat. <laughs> in buns or out of buns? Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Right. I also like them in buns and okay. out of buns. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Who told him Come this on. was a good idea to be this obsessed with wieners? Lindsey Graham. Okay. That's very possible. Um, how, how is that? It has to be AI or something. It can't be a real video. And, AI, and AI said, you know what? We're going to do the hat, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give him a hot dog, hot dog hat. Which he references. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.